Moses Blesses Joshua by Mark Chagall, 1966. One day the Lord said to Moses, Climb one of the mountains east of the river and look out over the land I have given the people of Israel. After you have seen it, you will die like your brother, Aaron, for you both rebelled against my instructions in the wilderness of Zin. When the people of Israel rebelled, you failed to demonstrate my holiness to them at the waters. These are the waters of Meribah and Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin. Then Moses said to the Lord, O Lord, you are the God who gives breath to all creatures. Please appoint a new man as leader for the community. Give them someone who will guide them wherever they go and will lead them into battle, so the community of the Lord will not be like sheep without a shepherd. The Lord replied, Take Joshua son of Nun, who has the Spirit in him, and lay your hands on him. Present him to Eleazar the priest before the whole community, and publicly commission him to lead the people. Transfer some of your authority to him so the whole community of Israel will obey him. When direction from the Lord is needed, Joshua will stand before Eleazar the priest, who will use the Urim, one of the sacred lots cast before the Lord, to determine his will. This is how Joshua and the rest of the community of Israel will determine everything they should do. So, Moses did as the Lord commanded. He presented Joshua to Eleazar the priest and the whole community. Moses laid his hands on him and commissioned him to lead the people, just as the Lord had commanded through Moses. New Living Translation Moses was one of the most humble persons who ever lived on this earth, Numbers 12 3. Whereas many people are concerned for their legacy at end of life, Moses, instead, had a deep pastoral concern for his fellow Israelites. He didn't want them without a capable and godly leader. So, in his humility, Moses was willing to obey God, let go of power, and share his authority so that the people would be well cared for. Greater than all streams flow to the ocean because it is lower than they are. Humility gives it its power. Greater than. Greater than Lao Tzu, Chinese philosopher, 6th century BCE. I believe humility is the queen of all virtue, especially that of leadership. Yet, humility is one of the hardest virtues to practice because it requires that we willingly put aside pride, ego, and personal agendas in order to embrace God's agenda. Rather than having large statues erected to honor us and our proud accomplishments, or having our names plastered on buildings and churches, to recognize our wonderful charity, we really need to orient our energies toward passing the baton to trustworthy people who are capable of faithfully fulfilling the role of servant leader. 2 Timothy 2 2. Being poor in spirit, Matthew 5 3, becoming like a little child, Matthew 18 3, and thinking of others as better than ourselves, Philippians 2 3, are the cornerstones to becoming open to what God has for us. To be a humble leader means to steadfastly seek God's will and way in everything. Then, to have the courage in leading others toward God's direction, despite resistance and opposition from those who want to follow a different path. Therefore, a leader's task is to be consumed with seeking God's direction rather than living purely according to instinct, pragmatic desire, or personal views. We continually need a radical openness to God. So, we must work to develop an ever-deepening awareness of where God is leading us. God, in divine mercy, is always up to something good. The Lord has plans for us and for the people we lead. It's humility that allows us to listen well to God's Spirit and gain the direction needed for leadership. Yet, being open to God is not quite as easy as it sounds. We must recognize that not everyone is open to God. There are those, maybe even including us, who may be close to God. If our focus is more on creating safety and security or trying to do enough good deeds to be recognized by God and others, or having our institution be what we want it to be, then we have become close to what God wants. This comes out in a couple of different ways. 1. Maintaining tradition, at all costs. Whenever we do everything the way we have always done it, to make us feel safe and secure, 
then anything that threatens that security angers us. This is where folks practice either fight or flight, they wage either a holy war or just leave. Living with uncertainty and ambiguity is too much for them. But faith is what it takes if we are going to follow God. Like Abraham in the Old Testament, we are called to move and change without always knowing the destination. Getting rid of traditions, at all costs. Sometimes folks who want new or different, desire to create a place of their own making to serve them and their needs. They aren't really focused on what God is calling them to do. Rather, like Timothy in the New Testament, we are to hold on to the great deposit of doctrine and heritage given to us and not always be looking for the next new thing to turn things around. So, what to do? Have the humility to ask the question continually and constantly, what is God's will? We need leadership that is incredibly open to God, allowing decision-making to come from a position of faith, and not fear. This enables us to let God flow in and through us, rather than willfully insisting it should be our way or the highway. To practice hope and love, rather than relying on our own strength and desires. To make prayer and discernment the foundation of what we do, always seeking what God wants and then leading others in that direction by inviting them to the same kind of prayerful process. To read our Bibles as if our lives depended on it and pray like there is no tomorrow. If we have humility and a deep openness to God, a conviction that we are primarily called to follow Jesus Christ, a willingness to let God's power flow through us, and a determined readiness to move people lovingly and graciously in God's direction, then amazing things can happen. Let our prayer together be this, I am yours, God, no matter where you call me to go, what you call me to do, and how you call me to be. I will seek your will and way as I lead others to do the same. Amen.